peace and good morning good afternoon good evening whenever you're listening to this i just hope it's going well my name is jordan taylor and i am the engineer of the black hill podcast if you listen to our most recent episode we talked a lot about why it's important to tell your own stories if you didn't listen to that episode pause this go listen to that and come right back welcome back rather than just speak to telling our own stories us at Black Hill Institute thought that it would be cool to reward our longtime podcast listeners with an example of what we spoke of. So, for your listening pleasure, immediately following this little announcement, you'll be treated to an introduction to Boots. So, a little bit about the format as well as a chapter summary. If that chapter summary sounds good, Head over to blackyourinstitute.org and make sure to pick up a copy of the audiobook or audiobook edition. Or if you're more of a print person, we have physical as well as ebooks available. It's important to tell our own stories, man, because if we don't, then someone else will, and we're not going to like the way that they tell it. But also on the flip side, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful to be able to track history. It's beautiful to be able to put into words things that we're experiencing now so that generations decades centuries whatever it may be from now someone can pick up an audio book turn on an audio book i guess pick up a physical book log onto a website and see an ebook and learn how we did it what we did right what we did wrong where we improved and then work to improve upon that game plan sit back relax and enjoy your preview of boots liberation in the masses and in the margins Welcome to the Rodeo Experience. A Rodeo Book is a project of Black Yield Institute that is your typical audiobook experience with a little bit of unpolished content. The goal of the Rodeo Book project is to make political education content available to diverse learners. The goal is to make it available for those who like to listen to content rather than read. However, with every single audio book presentation, there will be a written format where people can read along if they would like to. Now, this audio book, as it sounds, is raw. It's not meant to serve as a polished audiobook that's scripted, the methodology that's used by the author currently and in the future is a writing technique that involves the brainstorming of ideas, the conceptual outline of a particular text, and the recording of that text based on the detailed outline and research that was created. So in this audio book, you might hear ums, you might hear ahs, you might hear sirens, you might hear things that are happening in the environment. That's the raw component of this audiobook experience. It is meant to continue with content development in the context where we are in an inner city, in a space that has lots of noises and noise pollution in the background. It does not diminish the content. We still aim to have amazing quality 
sound quality and the quality of content that help to draw readers, listeners, consumers and organizers into the work that we do. So we thank you for playing this audio book experience. We appreciate your support. We thank you for your purchase, for your listening, for your critiques, and more importantly, for your further support of Black Yield Institute and our movement toward Black land and food sovereignty. Not only are we grateful, we compel you to engage with this content, thinking, acting, and reflecting on what is being shared. Critique it. Push back. Have further ideas. Talk with the creators of this space and experience. And while doing that, continue to engage further in a movement toward black land and full sovereignty. Keep the flame. Boots, volume one, liberation in the masses and in the margins. Chapter summary. Chapter 1, Introduction, Breakdown of the Text. In Chapter 1, we are introduced to all of the chapters and introduce the general framework and content of the text itself. The purpose of this chapter is to help us lead into the concepts and have a general Understanding and backdrop before we begin. Chapter two, dealing in liberation. In this chapter, we talk about black liberation conceptually and operationally, and we move forward to talk about why this framework is necessary and how we move forward. We also speak to the impacts of white supremacy and why the art, rhythm, and necessity of liberatory praxis and liberation-based organizing is necessary and offer up some perspectives on liberation that hopefully will find its way into the reader's thoughts about the topic at hand. Chapter 3. What is Boots? So in this chapter, we discuss and finally define what the category of Boots is and talk about this concept, Boots, Black-owned and operated territories and spaces, and give a general backdrop for what this means and what it doesn't mean to help consumers understand what Boots is and why it's important for us to study liberation movements rather than just reading about them and rather than speaking to theoretical concepts. Further in this chapter, we talk about margins and masses and alluding to the work of private organizing and mass public organizing and attempting to squash any debate about the relevance of either or with an assertion that we need both. Chapter four, 
liberation from the masses. In chapter four, we highlight seven examples of public mass liberation historically and that have their tentacles in the contemporary context. We explore these seven to give some examples of what liberation has looked like in the masses and to bring this concept to life. In this chapter, we spotlight Universal Negro Improvement Association and African Communities League. We explore Nation of Islam and the Pan-African Orthodox Christian Church. We also explore the Black Consciousness Movement, Kambahi River Collective, and we round this out with a spotlight on Organization for Afro-American Unity and the Guinea-Bissau and Cape Verde Freedom Struggles. Chapter 5, Liberation from the Margins. In Chapter 5, we further our exploration of historic and contemporary examples by moving away from public mass organizing for liberation to more private struggles within the margins that are largely smaller. In this chapter, we look at some historical examples that include Maroons of the Guyanas. We further the study by looking at the Gullah Geechee Nation, Durham, Black Wall Street, and move over to speak to Africatown and do a broad study of the Gatafuna peoples of Honduras. And we also round out and conclude this chapter with a spotlight on the MOVE organization and Umoja Village. Chapter 6, Conclusion. Here we conclude the text with sharing explicitly some limitations of the text with a beseeching to go further with the text and to give a preview into future volumes of this work. Chapter six will close us out and give us a call to action that will cause us to look further into historic examples, but also to utilize the content of this work to advance our organizing strategies in the here and now.